Welcome to Unearth, presented by Juice's Arthropods. We interview invertebrate influencers, bug breeders, and humble hobbyists to uncover the best answers to questions they never thought they'd get asked. Tonight, our very first guest is Season 17 America's Got Talent contestant, invertebrate YouTuber, and friend of the show, Shanae, aka Slightly Venomous. And now, let me introduce the host of Unearthed, Juice. Welcome, 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 everybody. My name is Juice from Juice's Arthropods, and I'm very excited tonight to talk to you about Unearthed, our new uh, podcast and YouTube extravaganza, which is sole purpose is to get to have you introduced to some people that you might not know in the hobby, get to learn a little bit more about them, and ultimately unearth some questions they never thought they'd ask. Uh, but first and foremost, let's introduce Hot Doug as my always awesome uh, extreme bug novice and co-host. There you go, Doug. Hello. Good evening, Juice. Thank you for having all of us on your new show, Unearthed, which is debuting on Earth Day, a thing that we totally plan to do. <laughs> Absolutely, Hot Doug. This was totally intentional. You are not hearing about this the first time today. 100% uh, planned it from the start. Very happy. Awesome. And let's introduce our guest. Absolutely. Let's introduce the famous Shanae or Slightly Venomous. Please introduce yourself for the guest tonight. Hey, everyone. I am Shanae. I go by Slightly Venomous on the internet. I am a bug YouTuber and I guess you could say influencer if you so desire. Um, I create content about bugs, arachnids, just cool critters that I love and adore. And yes, I did grace the television of... Uh, television land of uh, season 17 of America's Got Talent, where I brought cockroaches onto the show. So fun fact. <laughs> I think that's actually, um, I, I want the first question I have, obviously, is how we know each other. But I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think cockroaches were ultimately the thing that we kind of had in common. But but please, how, how do we know each other, Shanae? Yes, that's a great question. How do we know each other? So we know each other through Instagram. Uh, it all started when I think you followed me, Juice, and I had been, I post a lot of stories on Instagram. Yes, and, and we apologize tonight, some uh, technical issues we have been I think, having. I it's think just, that's pretty much. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're having some technical uh, issues on this side. <laughs> looks like some internet problems, but no, we are it's, all it's... good. I can entertain all day. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, so, you know, that was that's awesome because I know that you and I have on multiple occasions we we've connected and we've been um, sharing you know pictures back and forth of bugs. And you'll sometimes send me oh, some yeah. like, "Do you have these?" And I'm like, "I I don't yet, but I'm trying." So give yes, time. and I'll send you like weird, sketchy like listings of bugs. Like, can you get this and breed it? Like, is this going to be a thing? Can we bring this to the world? Type type vibes. So I'm always trying to encourage you to bring the weird, creepy crawlies to to the world to be sold to people. So, you know, and we get I've, each other. Yeah. And I think I failed you a couple times. I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I'm still looking for giant weevils. I got some. Uh. Uh, I know I'm trying there. I don't know why they're so hard to find, but like everybody I've found, it's almost like a like a black market dealer. That's just like they open up a trench coat. <laughs> Like, I don't know if I trust you. <laughs> yes, I want weevils so bad. Like, they are not a thing, and yeah. they need to be. 
And and I I want to ask this next question a little bit differently because what I want to do is I mean we're going to spend a long time on obviously how people can find you follow you. Yeah. Um, my next question ultimately I wanted to ask you is, and this is not anywhere. <laughs> where like what made you get into bugs? Like your your story is mm -hmm. awesome. And I just want to share that with everybody. Yeah, I have a fun story. So it all started at the Natural History Museum in LA. So sorry, the story's a little long, so forgive me, but okay. I'll try to like um, expedite it. So I went to the Natural History Museum one day and I was just going to look at like the cool dinosaurs, you know, stuff like that. And they were like, when I was buying my ticket, they were like, oh, do you want to add on the $8 spider exhibit? And I was like, no, thanks. That's weird. So I go about doing my thing. I'm looking at the dinosaurs and I'm kind of thinking about this $8 like spider exhibit. Like, what can this be? So I go back and I end up buying tickets to the $8 spider exhibit. Right. And I'm thinking like, it's probably going to be going to be like you know enclosures we're going to see a lot of cool enclosures with like tarantulas I knew about tarantulas I was very aware of tarantulas just like I was thinking I was going to see stuff like that some cool like enclosures things like that right no wrong so when you enter this exhibit it's just a giant greenhouse and there's these huge giant Malaysian orb weavers, which if you're not familiar with Malaysian orb weavers, they are like the size of my hand, if not bigger. They are huge and they are just free. They are just free in this giant greenhouse. And you just go in and I, I remember like finding this out like five seconds before entering the exhibit. I was just like, okay, um, cool. So they're just free. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. But I was freaking out, right? Like, it's freaky. Like, if you don't have any interest, any, any exposure to these types of things, it's really freaky, that idea. But I enter it, I go in, I see these huge Malaysian orb weavers. They are giant. And they also had green link spiders, which I adore. They had green Love link those. spiders in there. Love green links. Um, they had the green links and they had the Malaysian orb weavers. And they were just out. And I... I, something happened to me to where I was just like mesmerized. Like I was amazed. I was taking pictures. I was taking videos. I was just like, oh my God, this is so amazingly cool. And I was not expecting to feel that way because I had never felt that way before. Um, and this was about five years ago. And I just saw these spiders and I was just so amazed and so mesmerized. And I just couldn't believe how big they were, how beautiful and intricate their webbing was just how their body structure was, everything just totally amazed me. And so the whole ride home, I was just looking up, how like how can I keep spiders? What spiders can I keep? And I fell into um, Exotic's lair, which we've all been there, right? Yep. And um, he introduced us to tarantulas. He's a main, main tarantula keeper. And because at the time, you kind of have to know what you're doing to find things like orb weavers or green link spiders. So for I sure. found tarantulas and I, I debated for quite a while. I remember looking at photos and feeling like this sensation of like heebie-jeebies, just like like the, the goosebumps because I wasn't like, I wasn't sure if I was ready. Like I did, a, I watched so many videos, I did so much research. And then I think about like six months in, I finally made the plunge and I purchased my first couple tarantulas. And it kind of all just snowballed from there. Uh, I just, you know, it's really easy to continue to get into more and more critters. And I actually found that 
I love tarantulas still, but I've kind of moved forward from tarantulas to where they're not like my main thing that I keep. I still love and adore them and they're always going to be like my gateway, gateway thing, um, my gateway um, critter. So, but then I just kind of snowballed into all kinds of stuff, but that's my story about how I, how I met, how I met this hobby. And I think it's kind of, it's kind of fun. It's an amazing story because one, I'm jealous. Um, and I think we've talked at length. How at some point, I have to go down and, and see this place because I've always wanted to go to a place that just has spiders all yeah, over. Yeah, it's amazing and terrifying and <laughs> just fulfilling. It's amazing. Oh, absolutely. Now, we we know, and actually, I should ask, Hot Doug, like, do you want to go to this? Or what would your take be? If you had to go to a place as a novice bug person, what would your first take be? Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I think having known you and been more exposed to all the bugs and uh, and the arthropods and the whole the whole uh, the hobby, if you will, I'm probably more chill with it than I was about uh, a year ago. Um, yeah, it's, it's up on you, right? But at the same time. There's a good reason I haven't been in your home, and I know that there's hundreds of spiders loose on the ceiling, which is kind of the same thing, but it's a way cheaper for me to go to your house than the Cal Sciences, though. So maybe I'll I'll dip my toe in there. Yeah, maybe he's that's ref- what I should do. He's referring to cellar spiders. I have I breed things, and like fruit flies and fungus gnats are just a part of the job, and so they're basically like my coworkers. They just they keep track, like they just eat all the fruit fly problems. And then I, I mentioned this to him, and he did not like that at all. He was very no. skeptical. Now, um, wait, wait one second. I do, I do want to get, I do want to get Shanae's in, input or insight on uh, the cellar spider, Daddy Long Legs debate. Where do you fall? on that are they like, daddy long I, legs do you respect the term daddy long legs as a spider name well okay it's a controversial thing because i understand that daddy long legs are technically harvestman spider or sorry they're not spiders oh my gosh ah so, um they are yeah. harvestmen um so technically they are not spiders so the cellar spiders that we see i mean i grew up calling them daddy long legs but i do recognize and acknowledge that that is incorrect terminology thank you incorrect. thank you for settling oh, that debate right for in me. my heart <laughs> I'm so I, I still sorry, like Doug. it <laughs> it's okay it's okay i'll live i'll live yeah i'll <laughs> get over it um okay shanae you you know my least favorite vertebrate or invertebrate rather and um you you did not enjoy that because you have uwu and all them is this, oh centipedes centipede Indeed. yeah um, so what I want to know is like everybody has at least one. Like, what is your least favorite invertebrate and why? It's gotta be mosquitoes. Um oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> they spread disease and they hurt and they make you itchy and it's just not a vibe. So I'm gonna have to go with mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. I always <laughs> That's such a cheating one, though. Okay, let's say let's say you you can't get rid of ticks and you can't get rid of mosquito. If there is there a, I know you're so passionate about invertebrates in general, and maybe if you don't want to like offend Big Bug or anything like that, it's fine. (laughs) But like, what would you pick if you couldn't you couldn't get rid of mosquitoes or ticks? What would be like your third least favorite on the list? 
Oh gosh, that is so hard. I just I love them all so much. It's like it's the disease spreading things that really get to me. Yeah. I I don't know if I can give you a solid answer on that. I just adore most inverts. I mean, I want to say like the toe biter because they mm. can fly, swim, and walk on land, and they're oh, yeah. venomous and have an extreme bite. But I've kept them and I love them. But for the sake say. for the sake of other people, for the sake of others. I'm gonna say the toe biter. They, they okay. Hot Doug, do you know what this is? The the toe biter. Not at all. Never heard of it. Please, <laughs> please enlighten us all. The toe biter. This is a a friend. Uh, friend Orpho. is. What is it? What is the actual? Oh. I don't know what the um. I don't, I don't know what the know Latin the name is. Name. Yeah, we'd have to I, look I think, that up. I think it's like the Asian giant water beetle. Yeah, um, giant water bug. Yeah, it. Just Google that. Google it and you'll be Just terrified. Just Google it real quick, hot dog, and tell me. Okay, imagine if you will. Uh, you've seen? Have you seen my video on the Horrid King Assassin Bug, or have we talked about the Horrid King Assassin Bug? Who me? Yes, you. Yeah, hot dog. <laughs> so I thought I was googling. Not me. Well, you can do okay, both I, things. No, I can't, and you know oh, that. Yeah, that's true. My bad. He can't do both things. So, okay, imagine if you will. Tell me more. A, a, a creature that can swim flawlessly i mean it, it's a it's an underwater creature um mm -hmm, it has mm -hmm. a giant rostrum that's like a little stabby thing now i will say like it i don't know if it can puncture your skin but it tries at least um it's i've heard it's extremely painful yeah though that's true yeah so it can i think it just has a you have to be like in a bad position and then it can so the rostrum it like sticks into you but the the problem is that it's huge it's like the size of your hand and it can fly like so when it's just like i'm done Perfectly. with this water i can't like, it and it fly amazingly like, it's not like so, so it can just go like a, right from different yeah. modality from from yeah. water to air well yeah i don't it, like it, that it's, it's like amphibious and aerial simultaneously like and it's and it's got a giant syringe for it so it's pretty <laughs> awesome venom. Venom, a nice, yeah. a nice packing venom as well. <laughs> and this is your favorite one. I mean, it's definitely the most featureful of I would say the invertebrates the I, I can think eliminate. of. I would eliminate. Yeah. It oh, the one you eliminate. Yeah, I see. I see. I see. Nice. I've got you now. Okay. Wow. So, so well, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look these up off screen. One sec. Please, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Doug's crying in a corner. Um, what if you could wave? Uh, Shanae, if we could wave a magic wand, uh -huh. like what would you be doing full time? Like if you if you never had to work your job ever again, what would you do full time? Oh, I would be totally sharing content about my critters full time, hands down. Like I love making YouTube videos and I would do that for free. Like I make negligible amount off of YouTube, just barely enough to feed the animals. But okay. I would do that full time. I love making content. I I'm so into this hobby and so passionate about it and just like sharing it with other people makes me so happy. And just like the amount of people that tell me that I've inspired them to be less scared of spiders or bugs or, you know, whatever it may be, just that motivates me and makes me feel so good. I would just do that 24 seven. I would just keep critters. I'm not into breeding. I've tried to like dabble in that and it's not my jam i leave that to juice um but i i would just share content like all the time would be what i would do full time i would i would do that forever and i would be so happy i think that's 
pretty much what I would do. I no, mean, I... that and, like, maybe, like, if money wasn't an option, I, like, I would have, like, some type of facility where I could, like, facilitate people, like, seeing and, like, meeting these animals in person. I think I that feel would like... I feel like over the next couple of years, that should be a goal that you and I should keep in mind at some point, because I yes. feel like that's a very easily attainable goal. Like there's no way there's not grants or something. And if anyone watching knows any way that we could make that a reality for Shanae, because like I, I know several people that are in edu they're educators that get grants specifically to teach like kids and everything. So mm -hmm. um, I know there's a person that I think they're watching. So if you are watching, please ping me the details because I would love to, to send that over to Shanae because it's, I feel be like there's, there's a thing that people don't realize about um, invertebrate breeders, hobbyists, even entomologists. They, I think they might think that like, it's a completely sustainable career where you can live well <laughs> off of it. And it's, oh. No, <laughs> it's, unless, there's like what four people that are making real money off of it. It's like tarantula cat bugs in cyberspace, exotic layer and dark den. I think yeah, that's right? the only people who are making a living. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. And they don't live in California where it's extremely expensive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, even, right. even bugs in cyberspace, he was living in Oregon and then he moved to Arizona yeah. because it's just like your cost of living is insane out in California. So I think everyone should give a shout out to, uh, to people like Shanae who can actually continue doing this in California. There's not enough West coast representation at all as far as that yeah, goes. So because it's uh, tough. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So, Shanae, what is a little-known fact about you that you would like to share with your audience and listeners? So, um, fun fact, and um, my people, my my viewers might know this, but I do dabble in acting a little bit, and I have um, acted in a few short films, and I have also provided bugs for a few short films. There's a 48-hour film festival we have here. It's, it's actually nationwide, but we participate here in California. And I actually provided bugs for several short films for that festival. One we did was called Stop Bugging Me, which is like really fun bug. And I provided cockroaches and a vinegaroon and a few mantises for that. So I do do a little acting. I took class for a while. I went to performing arts school through middle school and high school as well. Um, so I do, I do dabble in acting and I also dabble in bringing bugs into my acting um, type thing. So yeah, that, that might be a fun fact that people might not know. That is really awesome. And in, in fact, um, I don't, I apologize. I don't remember the name of the movie, but there's a really cool thing that you shared at one point where you're wearing like barbarian face makeup yeah. or something. And it was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever Because what are you, who are you holding? Which, was, uh, which bug uh, are you? Bubbles, rest in peace. Um, he was in a phone of Paul McCalcote's mature male. You are the person, by the way, not to get sidetracked on this, but the Aphonopelma species or genus? Yeah. Genus. Um, the Aphonopelma genus is one of those ones that I had not ever oh, had any yeah. experience with. And then you gave me turkey leg and I did turkey, give me turkey leg. leg. What a cool, just they're they're so interesting. I feel like they're severely um, miss. Like I just don't feel like people appreciate them enough, being that they're from California, and I think most of Californians have seen some of Phonopelma species, like all of the time. Like they're they're all over the place. At least here in East Bay, I'm sure down where you're at, they're all over the place as well. Um, but they're such a cool creature, and so yeah, I appreciate you for 
you know, turning me on to this particular one uh, because it was just like, I got it. I was like, I don't really, you know, like everybody would talk about them. And I'm like, I don't really, I don't know. They're fine. They're just like a, a brown tarantula. And then their personality is awesome. So yeah, yeah, thank you for that. They are um, so docile and they're just so chill and they have great personalities. And yeah, they're brown spiders, but they are amazing. And I want to thank Micro Wilderness for bringing them to the hobby because um, Nate really did a good job bringing them into the hobby but they are just amazing tarantulas to keep so if you and i know people think a phonopelma calcodes you know the arizona blonde and yeah. they are kind of you know they're kind of like very popular you can find them at most you know reptile stores things like that but there are so many other phonopelma and it's really worth taking a look into Oh, it 100% is. By the way, uh, Nate, right? I think is his name. Yeah. That guy is so cool. I met him. Um, so cool. I met him. I don't even remember what expo it was. You know, when you meet some of these, there's like a very, as you might know, like when you go to any kind of uh, expo, you meet these like reptile people that sell invertebrates. And so once you meet invertebrate specific people, you immediately know your people because like you meet yeah. them and they're like, you ask them a question and they know the answers to the question. You're like, mm -hmm. you're a bug guy. Yeah, we understand yeah. each other. So it was very cool when I got to meet him. So I, yeah, absolutely shout out to him as well. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have a couple more questions and we want to get into a Q and a with the listeners. You, you have a very, you well, not unique, but you, you are unique in the fact that you, this is a very, I don't want to say male dominated industry, but, but it, it, is. It, 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 it is right. <laughs> you, you have a problem, like, you were going to have a completely unique experience from, from me or, or any of the like bugs in cyberspace or any of those people. And so, and I, I added this question in here just because I want to know from your perspective, some of these things, just because it's so different from my experience. Like, you know, when I, when I first got into YouTube and I first got into all these things, my concern was like, I'm a fat man. Sure. Someone's going to give me crap all the time. Like you think of the internet as being this terrible place. And then I didn't have any of that. Like no one ever says anything. The only thing they ever try to do is like, correct me on my or no i'm sorry i get crap for my shirts that's the only thing anyone has ever that, that shirt's too loud and i'm like okay uh but no one gives me crap and you have such bizarre comments on instagram and whatnot so my question is ultimately what is like the weirdest dumbest or creepiest thing like anyone has ever asked you from like the general public on any of your platforms oh gosh i could answer this all day but, um, I'm so sorry for that, by the way. <laughs> um, like I can go with the like the light stuff to the heavy stuff. Like light stuff, like I get funny questions. Like one of my favorite questions is, "How do they all live together and not eat each other?" Which is fun <laughs> because they don't all live together. Everyone lives separate, and there's yes. no chance they're going to eat each other. So there's like fun questions like that, and there's creepy questions like. Weird things, like, because it is a male-dominated hobby, um, people do assume that, like, I have, like, mental issues or something is wrong with me because I'm interested in these things. That, or they think that I'm faking, which would be a really expensive um, faking that I'm doing. Yeah. I'm faking really well. Um, so yeah, that's I don't know what would be thing. in it for you to be faking that, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I spent all this money on this thing that I'm faking. Yeah. If you yeah. watch my channel, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a lot of unboxings. So I am clearly spending money that I probably don't have. And um, I'm not faking. 
I'm very, very interested in these things. As you can see, this like giant collection behind me. If you're listening, <laughs> I'm, if you're listening um, and not watching, I'm sitting in front of a huge bookshelf stacked, stacked to the brim with containers <laughs> and containing bugs and arachnids. So um, that's fun. But so there's a lot of things like that. Like people literally think I'm faking, which I just can't even fathom. It's like, that's crazy that I would spend so much time, money, energy and handle these things and hold them and put them on my face and things like that. If I'm faking that, I like it. But there are also like a fair share of like creepy things. Like a lot of yeah. people asking me for like feet pictures. Wait, what? Really? <laughs> why i'm shocked that the internet is a terrible place i guess that makes so wait they're just dming you that or are they yeah. asking blatantly that's so just dming me or asking me like if i have an only fans which really surprises me because i totally respect girls that do that but yeah. i'm pretty sure that like my content doesn't lend its way to that at all so i'm not sure why people ask but they do so yeah those are some you know variety of fun to very creepy questions that i get i'm i'm sorry you have to deal with that however now i'm curious what the crossover of only fans and exotic like oh what bugs would be and i don't know if anyone wants that i think oh, that might man. be most people's nightmare if we're being <laughs> honest. yeah i yeah. don't really think there's a market for it and i will not no. be dabbling in that so Juice, on the other hand, might. So just stay tuned for Juice's <laughs> Stay <only> tuned. <laughs> Juice's My... feet pics. Now at yeah. OnlyFans.com <laughs> slash Juice's feet. I'm going to get cancer. You got some bugs walking all over your feet, maybe. That Perfect. could be cross-branding. That would be amazing. You know? I, I was going to ask you. All of their legs. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, for to go back to people thinking you fake it, uh, uh -huh. I don't know a single person who doesn't like bugs that would let a Madagascar hissing cockroach crawl over their face. They're not small. You know what I mean? No. Like they're a very And I was going to also tell you the commitment to your pictures is anybody that doesn't know or anyone that's listening because I can't show you one right now. Madagascar hissing cockroaches, especially the big, big males, they have those giant spurs on the back legs. Yeah. And you had a couple on your face in one of the pictures, and I'm like, I wonder yeah, how many times you picked her in the cheek. for this podcast. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Uh, how many times did they stab you in the cheek before you got that shot? A couple. Okay. okay. Yeah, exactly. I was like, that is a very brave picture. Even I don't put them on my face. <laughs> wow. Because every time I pick them up, they stab me in the hands, and that sucks Yeah, alone. it's something. Wow. Hot dog. Jeez. Um, Yes. How much money would it cost for me to take a picture of you to, to replicate the picture we have of Shanae? Uh, what would it cost to, to replicate that picture with you? I don't know why I would want. I don't know if I want this three of them on your face. There's three. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And they were stabbing you or stinging you. I don't know, man. No, no, they're stinging. They're Only defensive. stabbing. Only yeah, stabbing. They just stab. No stinging. Oh, stabbing. Okay. So, all right. I don't know. I mean, does it hurt a lot? I'm not into pain. Not that bad. It's like a, it's like a, like a four out of 10. It's a four? I, well. I want to preface this before you give in to peer pressure from Slightly Venomous. Mm -hmm. um, this is mm -hmm. somebody that I have seen free handle, like things that I would not consider free handling ever. Like, uh, how many times have you held uwu with or without gloves? Oh, I think twice with an oven mitt. Yeah, and could you tell the audience what uwu is? Yes, uwu is a Vietnamese giant centipede. So you 
paint a picture to anyone that doesn't know what this is. This is like what, like, an eight inch long? Yeah, at least eight inches. Um, yeah. Very large um, stabbing devices in the front, many legs. Yeah. Um, Toxic cognats, like an inch long. I think they're, they're front bitey parts. Sorry, yeah. they punch you technically because their their appendages are just legs that are modified. Yeah. Um, and, and could you correct me if I'm wrong here? They're also, uh, highly venomous if I'm not yes, mistaken. Indeed, okay. they are quite venomous. Hence why I held them with an oven mitt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least you did that. I've seen people like free handle cobras and I'm like, you're an idiot, but at yeah, least you, that's a lot. Yeah. At least with Uwu, you held him in oven mitts. Cause I was like, when, when you said like, I'm going to hold him, I was like, I am chicken shit and compared to you because i you could not pay me enough to to hold that thing because once they yeah. bite you they just keep biting you yeah it's a bad day <laughs> uh so hot dog um would you free handle an eight inch centipede you know i've thought about it and the answer for me is it's a no dog no i don't <laughs> think i'll be doing that um i appreciate that there are people in the world braver than me to the commitment to the craft really um, that I just don't simply have. <laughs> but I appreciate it. I'm glad someone does. They Otherwise, they'd be really lonely, I think. They would. Yeah, and I so. I, I feel like uh, something... Th if I had... If you asked me to summarize Shanae in any one word, brave is definitely that thing. Because I am... How many Black Widows do you have in your house right now as pets? I love Black um, Widows. Don't get me wrong. I think but. I have... I have and one brown widow which i actually got gravid and so we're expecting oh hey congratulations that'll be awesome thank you i'm gonna be a grandma mazel tov yeah that's that's great i you and i have talked in in depths about like you know a lot of what we try to do is to destigmatize some quote-unquote dangerous creatures um i would say that if i had a choice of free handling black widows i would take that over uwu any freaking day of the week because they're so cute <laughs> Yeah, like they're, yeah, you could get hurt, but like, but ooh, you will get hurt. Like he's, yeah. he's going to bite you. For yeah, sure. I agree. I agree with you. <laughs> you also have, um, you know, I, you know, back to the story of how you knew me. I found you because I was actually trying to figure out how to, I, everyone who knows me knows I'm not a huge fan of breeding mantids because they're just kind of a pain. There are certain species that do really are really easy. Um, and I feel like everyone should buy those. And then there's some that I've tried that are a little bit more difficult, but I ended up finding Shanae's channel by searching up mantis videos. And you had one that was like either top five or top 10. Yeah. I think that was mantis. my first YouTube video. It was awesome. It was a really, really good video. I mean, your, your videos you. are always good, but I really Thank liked you. that one. But what kept me coming back is you had videos of like, I have a, this um, Black Widow and like, oh, here's a brown recluse that I'm going to free handle. And I was just like, I did oh, do okay. that. Yes. <laughs> so so if you guys haven't seen those videos, please go check them out. But uh, I was always very impressed with Shanae with that. So my my next question is in kind of in line with this. We all know, or anyone that knows you know that like you're not afraid of anything venomous, but like, is there anything that we don't know about you? Like, is there anything that you kind of have never been asked and you really wish you were? Yes, yeah, funny you should ask. I wish that someone would ask me which tarantula scientific name I feel sounds the most like a Harry Potter spell. Ooh, please And don't. my answer is going to be, Grandma stole a poker piece because I feel like you could wave a wand and you could say, Grandma stole a poker piece, and like something amazing would happen. 
It is a really I I love that so much. You have no idea because I want to know equally as much. I mean, yes, that is very clearly a Harry Potter spell. I want to know where we got from Grandma stole a poker piece to Chaco Golden Knee. Like how I the crap did know. we get there? That's a very good question. I don't know, I, but I think I about like, it all the time. Yeah, I just feel like like tarantula scientific names just sound so good as Harry Potter spells, and I just like sometimes when I'm just there, I just like I just do it. I don't know. I'm just like a phonocoma calcodes, <laughs> remastola pulchra. You know, I just I don't know. Like avicularia, avicularia. Like it's just so perfect. That one's really good. Yeah, because then Avicularia Proposia. Yeah, they're oh, all. Oh, that's good. Avicularia's are, man. Also, I just got an Avicularia not too long ago. I Those know are cool. You did. Those they are, are freaking awesome. Such and awesome creatures. They're, they're kind of nice to handle. I don't know. I don't know. I did. I did. Uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> and only tarantula I've ever held, I did hold a avicular, avicular. And I will say, what you guys don't see, um, anyone that's ever watched any of my videos or anything like that, what you guys don't realize, yes, I'm 6'4", 300 pounds, but like, I don't want to yeet the thing across the room. That's the number one reason why I don't hold tarantulas. And, and like, if I got bit, that would be your first like adrenaline thing. That's true. Um, and yeah. while I was holding this spider, it was a sling. It was very tiny. But you know how like, Avicularia, Avicularia, when they're like slings, they kind of look like big idiot puppies with their giant feet and tiny yeah, bodies. Yeah, they put them out. They're like... Yeah, they like kind of paddle and they look... Hot <laughs> Doug's like, yeah, totally, totally understand. <laughs> we all know this. This is all <laughs> something we know. Common, common facts. Um, common. I, when I was holding it, it kept doing that thing that tarantulas do where they like light speed and then stop and then they move real fast and then they stop. And man, like three different times, I was like, I'm going to eat this thing. Like, it's going to happen. And I kept thinking that. And all the while, I was just like, I can't do that, though. I have to be able to be brave enough to hold this thing because all I, all I could hear is you in my head, uh, Shanae, just being like, <laughs> it's just a tarantula. Like, yeah, I know. But like, I don't want to like, hurt this thing. <laughs> so. That's, so, that's so true, though. And I think you should always preface, like, if you're holding any of these animals, you're doing it for you. You're not doing it for them. Yes. It's for you. And it's your responsibility to take care of them. And so when I free handle these animals, I'm keeping in mind that I'm, you know, putting them in danger. So I need to be aware and I need to be, you know, comfortable with the fact like I've held a spider before and had it bite me and had to just remain calm because like, my first spider bite ever was from my velvet spider, which is so funny because like they're just like people love velvet spiders. They're like the puppies of the of the spider world. Yeah, mine bit me. I was just holding it and it just bit me and I, I couldn't react like I couldn't fling it like Juice was saying. I had to remain calm because I know that I'm putting this animal in danger by holding it. It's my responsibility to keep it safe. It's not the spider's responsibility. It's my responsibility to keep the animal safe. So if you're ever handling these types of animals just you know keep that in mind that you know it's your responsibility to keep it safe and you're doing this for you not for them so just a little fun disclaimer no 100% agree I, I know too many people that like and I see it a lot more commonly and then I, I want actually first before I before I go on a tangent hot Doug um yes what is your take on holding tarantulas um I'm gonna say uh it's not it's not a, a thing I'm excited to do I gotta be honest so but one thing that comes to mind, I just want to jump back to when we were talking about all the fun spider names. When, when did we start naming the spiders? 
when we find them. What do you mean? No, but like in no time? back when in time. When, when did we start naming like the first spiders? When? That's How a great question. This? Can I can I propose a hypothesis yeah. that has? Do you know where? The, okay, so there's the word tarantula. Yeah, it was like it was like an Italian word that meant like big black spider. It was like one of their particular black spiders they had over there. And then people came to the United States or whenever I have no concept of when this time was, they just kept using that. And then people were like, Oh, that's a tarantula because they kept saying tarantula, meaning whatever that spider was. And then they just started like, it's kind of like uh, daddy long leg. How like it used mm-hmm. to be, you know, harvestman. And now like California was just like, that has long Daddy legs. Long Daddy leg. long leg. That makes sense. And it was just like, wait, where did you get that from? So I that's my hypothesis is that it was just one of those types of scenarios where it was just like someone in their native tongue said like, it'd be like elote with corn, right? And someone's just like, yeah, corn, got it. And then just keep going. You know what I mean? That would be my my prediction. It's not a cool prediction. That makes sense. I Yeah. I mean, but what about all the Latin names? Well, then we had scientists. I, I mean, like... That came really? after? Probably. Well, yeah, because like, yeah, right? Because like you can't be a scientist know. for a thing you don't know exists. Exactly, yeah. You have to But they had to go scientist. back in time and so they had to go back and how did they come up with the naming scheme for all this, all the tarantula, like, or spiders? How do they know how many to name? Well, they find them. them. Yeah, you just keep going as you find them. You know, I like how Darwin had like a finch? He had like a finch magazine? And then you would eat them. Yeah. Actually, old old timey scientists used to just eat shit. Like that's what they would do. They'd be like, they would like write down that's like this is the golden finch. And then they'd be like, tasted delicious, edible. Mm. <laughs> Why? Why would didn't you die. do that? Yeah. Actually, yeah, did you hear did. that? What didn't they just find a new spider like a week ago? I, yeah, they find like new ones all the time. What was the one in the cave, right? Like the Mexico cave. Yeah, the cave spider. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. I hate to say I do not. It's okay. Today, it they literally really find big. new tarantulas. Send me the link after this. Hundred percent. Yeah, I forgot what it was called now that I think about it. But it's such a. Bo- Would you have a? It's such a boring looking spider. I know that's a terrible thing to say, but it's like a very. It looks like a brown, um, like, like a regular brown wolf spider. It doesn't look that oh. fancy, but it is. So still we do have an audience question about about um bugs and spiders i want to get to really fast Ooh, okay. gorilla fan asks is there a bug in your collection that actually makes you feel like a harry potter character followed with what creature will you bring as your pet slash familiar to hogwarts i love that so much that's so amazing um i let's see what makes me feel the most like a harry potter i i'm gonna say for my familiar i'm gonna bring a black widow um, I just feel like they could be so useful. Like not only do they look cool, but they can protect me. Um, they can like ward people off and it would be really convenient to carry it around. Like it could just like ride on my shoulder, which would be really convenient. And I think also it could like get into small spaces. It could like sneak little messages. Like we could pass notes in class. Like my little black widow could like pass notes for me. I think that'd be really fun. So I'm going to bring a black widow for my familiar. And what makes me feel the most like a Harry Potter character? Um, gosh, that's so hard. I want to say, like, does it have to be a bug or can it be, like, any animal I have? Because if it could be any animal I have, I might bring 
my, I might say my Emerald Swift Lizard. I know it's not a bug, it's a lizard, but it's just this amazing color and it looks like a little mini dragon. So I think that makes me feel like a little Harry Potter person because I have like my little mini dragon. That does feel on brand for the Harry Potter universe as well. Yeah. Which is good. Emerald Swifts are really Um, cool, by the way. I'm jealous. They are so cool. I picked mine up so randomly and I don't (laughs) ever regret it for a second. That's the best way to pick up a lizard. Like I know a lot of people plan and prep and you should definitely do that. But like sometimes it's like once you've had enough lizards, you're like, dude, they're all the same. I can just yeah. like, tweak a couple things. I had the it. enclosure ready and I went in and I was like, so I've got like this enclosure. I just built out. What can I put in it? And they were like, you could put an Emerald Swift in there. And I was like, okay, <laughs> perfect. Sounds fantastic. So I do, I do have from our, our show co-host runner Otter, uh, the, the picture of the spider I can share with you. That was found in the Mexican cave. And I'm now oh, going to yes. attempt to put it on screen. Sort of visible. Oh, it's <laughs> That's cute. It, they, I love this picture so much That's a for good a couple picture. reasons. The red on it's the, pretty cool. the chalicera area is really cool. Like the man, like the mandible red. I don't, it's not called mandible red, but you know what I'm saying? Like the little red around the mandible. I don't know how to describe this because I can't show it to anybody listening. So it's like, yeah. see the big gray mustache? Look to the right and left. Yes. You try to make it a little bigger. Um, the other thing is, this is a type of huntsman spider. This is another shot oh, of it. Oh, I love, didn't know that. We love a huntsman spider. Huntsman spiders are amazing. Okay, well, now I'm more interested. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm very oh, wait. intrigued. Wait, wait, wait. Did I just totally misread this? Uh, it's that word. Yeah, you did. It's pretty yeah, good size. It's, it's nowhere spider. near that world's largest leg span. Which is the giant huntsman spider, the daddy oh, spider, so the true daddy spider. long legs. Yeah, the true daddy spider. Okay, so <laughs> I'm confused. Is this a tar- This is not a tarantula. This is just a spider, right? This is, I mean, uh, I'm answering your question. This it's is, not a tarantula. I think it's just a spider, but yeah. I don't. I don't know much about it. Yeah, it's not a. Um, I just know that they found it recently. It was. But like, what's look sort at of recently. Closer, though? That's what's interesting is that Wait. it has. This is from 2017. This doesn't seem right. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Maybe we're on the wrong track. Otter, Hot I got, Doug, I did you just get... News. Yeah, I was going to say, did you just get fake news, bro? <laughs> I got fake news from within. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I a picture of a peacock spider when it was P. Metallica. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're still, we're still sorting things out. Look, we can all agree that, that there is a cave in Mexico that they're finding all kinds of cool spiders in. Okay. Well, so, I mean, that's, we can all that's agree. my next next thing I'm going to do in life. Speaking of speaking of uh, fake news, a.k.a. myths. Um, what, Sinead, what would you say is like the myth about arthropods that annoys you the absolute most? Probably that camel spiders chase you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I just like I uploaded some content not too long ago about camel spiders. I got a few and everyone's just like, they chase you, they chase you or they eat camels, which I'm just like, whoa, let's not get crazy now. (laughs) Why would they eat camels? (laughs) I don't know why they would eat camels, but camel spiders are the horribly misunderstood critters like, oh, gosh, they just have the worst rep and I feel so bad for them, but they do not chase you. Um, They are just trying to get away from you. And maybe you are providing shade that they might be seeking, um, which is a possibility. 
but they will not chase you and they will not eat a camel. I love that myth and I love that you hate that myth and I'm going to explain <laughs> why. No one has ever, ever thought about that longer than two seconds about them eating camels. Imagine <laughs> a fucking how much food a camel is to a single spider that's like three inches. And it's not even a spider. It's an arachnid. Yeah. Imagine how long it would eat that thing for 10 years. Like it's it so would. small. And like, I remember when they, you know, with the Celefugids, uh, they, they started showing like pictures of them. Like it would be like a, sh like a soldier holding it up. Yeah, like, look like at the a size of this. Shot, right? Yeah, and it's like forced perspective as hell, where he's got it too. You know, like look how big my fist is. You don't go, wow, his fist is three feet wide. Like they just immediately their brains yep. went dead. And I used to laugh at all the time. They're like, they chase you. I'm like, bro, you can have them bite you. They can't penetrate your skin. They like yeah, have the you shittiest mouths on the planet. I put my finger like up to their mouth, and they literally can't <laughs> bite it. Like yeah. they just they're they're pretty defenseless critters. Like yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be it for me. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. I'm the saddest fact, and I don't mean to to go to the Q and A portion before we skip to the next piece. Uh, the saddest fact I ever learned about the Silifugids is the fact that like oftentimes people get them as pets, and then they think they died, and then they let them go, or like they'll throw them away or bury them or whatever. Oh yes. And then they are just dormant for six months. Like they're just totally. in a huge state. One hundred percent. I can attest to this. I have one right now that's doing that. I thought he died. I was like, oh, yeah. well, they don't live long. I, it died. Yeah. I went to take it out. It went, Rah! like, threat posed me. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm sorry, they do buddy. That. They can it was just... hold a position for six months. Yeah, it's so sad because I'm like, how many people got these? And we're like, oh, it died. And then they just threw them away. And the camel spider's like, well, I guess I'm free now. So in the cool. garbage can. Yeah, in the garbage. There's going to be like some like recycling center somewhere that is just overrun with these things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Hot Doug, let's let's do a Q&A for a couple seconds. Let's have people All ask right. any questions they have for Shanae before we get into the next topics here. All right, we got a couple of questions from chat. What are your recommendations for places or museums or exhibits for those who are new to the bug world or help those who are a bit scared or curious as an introduction? I would definitely recommend heading to your local natural natural history museum. They tend to have some amazing critters on display. I'm really lucky where I live in San Diego. We have a natural history museum, which actually contains live bugs. They have some bees, they have some ants, they have some water bugs. They have some very interesting stuff. So if you are local to San Diego, definitely head to our local natural history museum. You will be amazed and astonished and you will just have the best day of your life because not only do they have live critters, but they have a ton of pinned critters, like anything you could ever dream of. They have weevils, they have beetles, they have scorpions, they have tarantulas, they have spiders, they have everything you could ever need. If you're local to LA, Los Angeles, they also have some pretty great stuff over there. Um, there is also the bug fair coming up May 20th. If you are local to Southern California, that's a great option for you. But definitely head to your local natural history museum and feel free to look up just like bug events in your area because you'd be surprised that there are some bug specific events. If not, reptile expos. Every place has a reptile expo, and I can guarantee you, you will find some fun arthropods at your local reptile expo. So even if you're not into reptiles, don't be afraid to head to a reptile expo and check out maybe some cool arthropods. I feel like 
Awesome. Reptile expos are the most underappreciated area for, and that's actually why I started doing them. Invertebrates are everywhere at those things, and they're totally. so cheap to get into there. Like you can see yeah. everything cool, like for kids. You know, like most of the times, parents will take their kids to those things on like a Sunday, and they'll have like half off tickets. So like, you know, normally it'd be like twelve bucks. They'll pay like six dollars to get in. Like they're awesome for for people. Totally. Awesome, Juice. What's your? Don't you have a show coming up that you're going to be at soon? Yes, I do, and I'm totally prepared for what that date is, Hot Doug. It is oh, June. Good. June. Um, a date <laughs> we will add in. <laughs> we'll add in. It's, it's in June. We'll add in post. The, It'll be right here in my yeah. hand. Yeah, right there. I think it's June twenty second, twenty first, and twenty second. I, I apologize. Okay. I wasn't prepared for that question. But yes, in June, and I will be. Um, I will be very heavily telling everybody about it. And then I have another one in um, August as well. So it's in San Jose in June, and then San Mateo in um in august and if you can convince me i may do the sacramento show in september but i'm debating it if i have enough stuff so i will let you guys know all right being told by our show runner uh we got june 24th and 25th in san jose thank you and in august it'll be 19th and the 20th in san mateo perfect thank you show runner <laughs> juice was totally prepared for those dates sure <laughs> Another question from chat um, I wanted to get in here uh, before we move on. Where are toe biters most commonly found? That's a good question. I Juice? You know. <laughs> the water. Very, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> water. The water. Like the water's of that. Vietnam. Yeah, it's like water. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's water. I'm doubling down. It's, it's all water. water. The water, also the air. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. In some parts of of Asia, maybe Vietnam, yeah, Thailand, something like that. Yeah, there okay. is like Vietnam, okay. Laos. not Australia, not not Australia. No. Maybe they probably have some. Well, I'm sure in Australia they have some type of bug that wants to <laughs> bite yeah. your toes. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They must, right? Like there's They must. It's so oh, everything funny. there wants you to die. I think yeah. It, it's so funny though because like everyone always gives Australia crap for like dangerous things and like realistically they only have big bugs. Like like the the like do you have like the um Sydney funnel web spider and stuff like that? Like they're not really that dangerous. Like they're as dangerous as like a black widow like without medical attention obviously it's mm -hmm. bad. But most of the time what people are complaining about is the huntsman spider there because it's so big. But like, yeah, and huntsmans are totally harmless. Harmless. Yeah. I mean, also, if they sneak up on you, you're deaf. Like they sound like a freaking deer galloping as they run <laughs> towards you. They're like the size of a poodle. Like you can't miss them. So I'm always laughing. I'm like, why does everyone always give them crap for the stuff they have? Like, if anything, like there are like the Peruvian <laughs> rainforest is home of some of the most toxic like the most venomous and dangerous snakes and other reptiles. And everyone's like, Australia, man, something screwed up there. Like, you guys know there's like crocodiles in most of the world, right? Yeah, like, right. This is I know, pretty right? terrifying. Yeah, they're in water snakes. Oh gosh. Don't get me started yeah. on water snakes. Yeah, it's like the, you'll you'll be fine. Australia's not that bad. Yeah, I I would love to go to the Australia zoo sometime. Oh yeah. That would be amazing. <gasps> Don't what is is it Australia Zoo that they have that the, um, oh my God, Irwin's, Steve, yeah. Steve Irwin's family. Yeah. That's the Irwin family, right? That runs yeah. that over mm -hmm. there? 
jealous. Also, you said May is Bug Fest in, in San Diego? Yeah, in LA. It's uh, May oh, 20th LA. and 21st, I believe, is uh, Bug Fair. I know I was very sad I couldn't go this year. I am I will... so sad that you cannot go, but <laughs> 2024, 2024, sure. you are coming. Yes, I will make sure that I am there in 2024. Please, because... it's amazing. It was like the best day of my life. It's just like a bug nerd's dream. Yeah, I'm very sad that I'm missing it, but I will make sure that I'm there for 2024 because that sounds yes. awesome. Hot Doug, I know we have a couple questions. How are we doing on time? Yes, sir. It is 7.55. Yeah, final we stretch. Yeah, Perfect. we have time. For our topics. How would you like to proceed? We have, we have a couple more questions from the chat. If you want to do oh. that, we can do topics. Let's do let's do? have Shanae pick. Chat. Let's do chat. Perfect. All right. We have a question in says, what bug is in your current collection that's the most intimidating to care for? And which one is the easiest? Um, let's see. The easiest are probably roaches because I just like, I'm eating some fruit and I just throw it in there for them and then they just eat it and enjoy. And I just, I'm not, I just love them and I love to like pick them up and play with them. So they're so fun. Um, I would say roaches are probably the easiest to care for. The most intimidating is like fast spiders for me. Like I still, I still just like get a little, get a little tense when I'm taking care of fast spiders. Like I have I just got a new Huntsman, and they are pretty fast. They can be pretty fast. Um, wolf spiders are fast, and I love them, and they don't, like, intimidate me like they're going to bite me or anything, but I have had one just zippity-doo-dah away on me, and that was a bad day. And luckily, they have reflective eyes, so what I did was I just turned all the lights off and I just waited for a really long time and I eventually just was shining like my phone flashlight and eventually I saw the eye shine of the the wolf spider I had lost and I caught it but yeah they there's just their speed so things with speed and, and centipedes you know things with speed I, I have this little centipede who is just a firecracker so fast and just fast things kind of intimidate me if that makes sense I think you just awakened a nightmare that most average people aren't aware of. Uh, as I'm seeing <laughs> Hot Doug shake his head, most people, today don't know that wolf spiders have eye shine. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, they have eye shine. That was so, a like, secret I did we not were know supposed that. to keep from them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. They have eye shine. <laughs> so... So what she's saying is if you shine a flashlight in the back of your yard and you see a thousand tiny uh, shining eyes like you see with a wolf, that's, yeah, those are spiders. <laughs> wow. Sorry about that, y'all. Oof, that could be, I'm going to try that later. <laughs> um, you, you said that? I was like, no, no, no don't tell people that. <laughs> you just arachnophobes everywhere. Just shit their Too scary for, for the general public. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, can I ask a question before the next question? Yeah. Yes. Okay. As somebody that's obviously taking strides to be in a male-dominated society, what advice do you have for little girls that want to become you, to grow up to be you? Like, what recommendations do you have from the start? Because, you know, teaching them young is the easiest way to get them oh, into this. Yeah. So what advice would you have for them? You just have to stay true to yourself and know that you like what you like. Just, you know, make sure that you are 
firm with what you like and you know what you like and just stay true to yourself. Don't let people knock you down. However it works for you to respond to negativity is like key, just finding how you respond to it. For me, it's being throwing back at them happy, bubbly, good vibes. Just knowing that I'm going to not let them affect me how they want to. Just knowing that they are insecure and that's why they are acting the way they're acting. If they're coming at you negative negatively, it's not you, it's them. Just know it's not you, it's them. You're doing what you love and just stay true to yourself. I mean, it's, it's freaking hard and I'm learning every day. You know, like when I got into this, I didn't know that this was something I was going to be battling, but it's, it's, it's hard. And I, I, I'm learning every day. I'm learning every day to find the better answer to that, but you just have to stay true to yourself. I love that. Love that very much. Uh, Doug. That's great. Uh, another question from the audience. Junebug Love says, what bug should I paint tonight? <gasps> Ooh, oh my gosh. What bug should you paint? Um, let's see. You should paint a death head roach. Ooh. That would be death, awesome. Death head roach. That would All right, Junebug, get cool. to it. <laughs> Make sure and tag us on Instagram. We want to see it. So get get to painting. Is it Blabber's Carniferous? I can't remember. Yeah, Something those like are really that. cool. They're really cool looking roaches. Oh, uh, before we before we get into new questions or new segments, um, how are your giant roaches doing? The giant cave roaches. They are so good. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with them. I love them. I love how they look at, as nymphs. Like I actually had someone comment. I posted a video of them like crawling on me, and someone was like, "I'm scared of roaches, but that is like a vibe I could, I could get with." Because they just have, like, as nymphs, they have this cool, almost, like, isopod look to them. And then just knowing that they're going to turn into this amazing, huge, winged creature. Just, like, I'm so excited. Like, I just love them. I'm obsessed with them. And thank you so much for sending them to me because <laughs> I love them. I'm, I love them. I can't wait to, for them to evolve into their final form. They're, they're so cool. Like, it's one of those things. People asked me one time, like, what my favorite roach was. And I was so torn. I went with Madagascar hissing cockroach because that hissing is just so cute. It's but something. those, the Blabberus giganteus, they look like trilobites. They're so freaking cool. I love yeah. them so much. I was just like, and it was actually Otter that had shown me them. We had a choice of like all these roaches and she was like, pick those. And I did not knowing really anything about them. And then they ended up being so big and so awesome. And I was like, okay, this is, we're definitely breeding these for sure. They are so, so cool. Yeah. We love a big roach. Love a roach. Is there any more audience questions, Hot Doug? You're muted, Hot Doug. <laughs> like yes. Don't worry about that. I was just preparing. I wanted to hear it before I said it once. Vocal, yeah. Um, is there a dream bug you want to eventually own that you haven't had yet? Oh my gosh, so many. I really want the um, those metallic roaches. Those I, juicy might know their scientific name, but the the roaches that are have that that emerald emerald roach or whatever. That's a dream bug for me for sure. Um, I got my dream huntsman. Um, probably I really want the golden huntsman. That's like a dream bug for me. Um, I don't know their scientific name either. I'm so sorry, Juice. I know you're all about scientific names, but the, <laughs> I don't know them either. It's okay. I only know them when I buy them. 
the golden huntsman um devil's flower mantis is on the list but they're just so difficult to keep alive um i think i'm gonna think of more but juice you should go while i'm thinking i love the the asian emerald um Roaches are so awesome, and I've I have like six people that are ready to, ready to sell me these things, but the every time I'm like, hey, what's your timeline? They're like, bro, I have no idea, and I'm like, I, I'm maybe it's because I'm cocky, but I'm like, I bet I could get these breeding. Like, there's not a single thing in my life that tells me <laughs> that I couldn't like absolutely crush it on breeding these things, but I'm just waiting for everyone. Um, velvet worms. I know it's juices <gasps> arthropods, velvet but velvet worms. worms. I have found three people that are willing to sell them to me, but holy crap, they're expensive. It's yeah. insane how expensive they are. But, you know, Doug, we talked about the Velvet Worm as being, you know, the best super villain. I think that yeah. would be the best. The cool, I think, too, I, yeah, I'm going to agree with Sinead on the Asian Emerald Cockroach and then yeah. a Velvet Worm. And then I, one of these days I'm going to have a P Metallica. Like I want that damn tarantula so much. They're so beautiful. Yeah, they are. They're so cool. My dog would try to eat it though and die in until like 10 minutes though. Like I know oh how gosh. that would go. Yeah, we don't yeah. want that. Yeah. What about you, hot dog? What's a, what, what would be the bug? Like what would it be that, what is going to be your first yeah. arthropod purchase? Like I know one day it's going to happen. Like it's going to be like, um, you know, it would be like the equivalent of me deciding one day, like, I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah. It would be the same thing, mm -hmm. but for, for that. It's going to be, you know, get into it one day. Yeah, I think for me, um, I think I might, I don't know, I'm, I might be into scorpions. Yeah. I think Love so. I, fit, I think maybe. And uh, Fawn Fatal in the, the chat says, my dream arachnid is an emperor scorpion. They are but I can't find any. They are hard oh, to find. Oh, are they hard to get? Captive bred, captive bred. Yeah, they're really hard oh. to find. Yeah, they're they're almost ex they are exclusively um, in the hobby from uh, export or importing rather. I don't know why though, and I I mean I have a theory on why, and it's because they're selling them so cheap, wild caught that why would anybody want to breed them? And I'm going to like I I don't care about profits. I care about getting things like. <laughs> Like I'm the worst <laughs> business runner on the planet. I'm like I want to. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, hearing it here. Invest first. now. <laughs> worst IPO Juice company ever. <laughs> it's um, a for-profit business eventually. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> you, you got my CPA watching this, just shaking their head like. Right. No, no, no. It's all. It's a process. You'll get there. <laughs> the emperor scorpions are so hard to come upon. Um. I, I don't know why that is. I think it's just because when you get them, they don't, the people that are importing them do not know what, how to sex them. And that's the first piece is like you, they don't know how to sex them. So they don't. And so like the way that I have found in order to breed certain species of a certain type is you buy a lot of them. And then eventually some of them are males and some of them are females. And a lot of breeders do this thing where they don't, I'm sorry, a lot of um, invertebrate sellers do not breed at all. Like breeders, people that do breeding and selling is almost as rare as like vineyards that grow their own grapes and make their own wine. Like it's just one of those things that they don't typically do because, you know, when you're a, when you're a vendor, what you want to do is you want to buy it cheap. A lot of times they're wild caught and then you sell them high. Um, you have to, and the, or if you're a breeder, you breed them and then you sell a bulk of them. So you don't have to pay for the expenses. Only morons like me do all of it. <laughs> 
<laughs> just eat the cost. <laughs> so, uh, but no, it. I will. I am on the lookout for Emperor Scorpions as well. To your point. So, if at any point in time I come across some, um, just hit me up on DMs and my Instagram, and at some point I will hit you up back because I've been wanting those since. Uh, Shanae, you had, you Emperor had Petty one. Palpatine. Emperor, what is his name? Petty Emperor Palpatine. Petty Palpatine. Could you explain that? Could you explain that name to the people that don't know anything about bugs? <laughs> well, they're so petty palps are like the front appendages on arachnids, and the pinchers on scorpions are modified petty palps. And Emperor Petty Palpatine is a Star Wars character, so I combined petty palps and petty palpatine, and I came up with Emperor Petty Palpatine. I love, I love a good portmanteau. I love it so much. Thank very you. nice it's just so good uh okay any more questions doug otherwise i think maybe we spend the next 20 minutes doing the questionnaire we have all right i have two topics to ask that i have to ask both of you That's each so person funny. can give a response and these are randomly selected um so random i'm not sure which one i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick one right now i haven't even read these so <laughs> <laughs> We're going to learn together what it is I'm about to ask you. You have to create a fellowship in a Lord of the Rings style adventure. Which invertebrates and why are you on your fellowship? And who are you playing in that adventure and why? Who's first? You can, first. I, can, I, can I get clarification yes, and then I want Sinead to go first? Okay, all right. For for clarification, this is we're creating a fellowship a la yes. Lord of the Rings type style. We have the the fellowship members are each an invertebrate. Mm -hmm. Why did we pick those and who are we in that in that fellowship? Like are we yes, legalists? Who are you? Okay. Yes. Who are yes. You? Yes. Now that we've got clarification. So who are you? Please, Shanae, take yeah, it. Yeah, well, I definitely want to be like a cool elf for sure. Um, but I'm going to be like a bug elf, obviously. So um, that's definitely going to be my thing. And who am I going to take with me? I will take a mantis, and the mantis will be like our defender. Um, he will, you know, be our one who's going to who's going to fight for us. I'll take an isopod. I'll take a couple isopods. Um, they're going to be just chilling. They're going to be like the ones that we're protecting. Um, like they're going to be like the little hobbits are going to be the little isopods. And they're just going to eat dirt. And they're just going to thrive. And we're going to protect them and keep them safe. Um, I think we will also have um, probably some spiders with us for for like our, um, our tanks. Mm. They're going to take the damage. Um, and I think that, let's see, we'll round it off with, let me look behind me. Some roaches. What the heck? Of course we're going to have roaches. We're going to have a couple roaches in there too. And, and they're going to be, um, well, I guess they wouldn't be very useful. So they're going to be like the, they're going to be protecting the ring. I really like that. I, I feel like the mantids being the defenders is, is a good choice. I'm going to. I'm going to pick a stupid assortment of characters. <laughs> I oh. I agree with Shanae on the roaches, but I think they okay. would be the hobbits. 100%. Oh, not the isopods? No, because I have watched isopods 
eat a pinky mouse in under 12 hours before so okay. they are much more dangerous than people give them credit for so i wow. am not gonna keep eyes i'm gonna go with roaches being the hobbits because like does a single hobbit murder anybody in the lord of the rings i think like by proxy maybe pippin or or i was gonna say scotty pippin i know that's not the opposite <laughs> so pippin and marion right do they at any, I think they might kill one orc and I think like accidentally they kill Smeagol, but I don't know if they really do any murder, right? So I think it's, yeah, I'm going to go with Roaches for the Hobbits. Okay. There's going to be like right. 10 Lord of the Rings fans that are going to like freak out on me in a minute for sure. Um, I'm going to go, mm, I'm going to go with an Asian forest scorpion as a Gimli because they're very grumpy. They're the grumpiest damn animal I own. And, but then they're also like, I never find them. So I'm going to say yes, because they're small and they're grumpy. Uh, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to pick specific uh, tarantula. I'm going to go Vicularia, Vicularia for the elf okay. here, because oh. I think that's. They can shoot the poop. Exactly. <laughs> exactly what I was not thinking, but I love that. They can poop shoot. Part of the so arsenal. There we go. They got an arsenal. That's such an underappreciated factoid about those tarantulas. Yes. Love that. I. I would love to say that I'm a hero in Lord of the Rings, but I'm also the laziest human I know. So I know I'm not them. So I'm going to, who's the, I guess I'm probably the guy who dies in the first one. Spoiler alert, I guess. Uh, Boromir? Is, <laughs> is it a spoiler if it's 20 years ago? Spoiler! <laughs> Someone's going to, like, what? Boromir dies? What? Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, I think I yeah, Boromir. I think I die in the first season. The very first movie, yeah. and then the rest keep going. Uh, That's on brand. Go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think Aragorn is gonna have to be. Um, he's probably a jumping spider, and I'm only saying that because like Aragorn is the most over. Like, don't get me wrong, I love jumping spiders, but like their hype right now is Aragorn level, where it's like, hey, it's cool, but he doesn't like walk on snow or like. He's not a dwarf. Dwarves are clearly the better race in Lord of the Rings. Um, so I'm going to say probably Phidippus Regia specifically is going to be Aragorn because <laughs> I wish I could see the comment section because I'm sure there's someone mad. <laughs> there's, um, They're furious. See, who is the other one? There, there's the dwarf, the human, the elf. Is there? Is there my missing people besides the Miriam Pippian, Scotty? And... There are two hobbits? There's four hobbits. Four hobbits. Yeah, there's right. four hobbits. All of them roaches. They're the same. All okay. Bad, I guess. All, right, all, right. all, all same class there. All right. Yeah. I'm going to say ints are ghost mantids, though, because like they're the slowest, laziest, nothing. But then, like, when they do kill shit, it's pretty dope. So I'm going to go with that. Oh, Gandalf. How did I miss the guy that basically <laughs> wins all of. Yeah. Who's your Gandalf? I need something lazy because Gandalf doesn't do crap mm. for like the entire movie and then he just like MacGuffins his way into winning every time camel so, spider can stay sedentary oh, for six months yep yep exactly camel spider perfect love it no notes that's a perfect fit yeah absolutely what about you hot dog me oh i just want to see if you can name that dog. <laughs> um okay yeah here we go um well no. all the hobbits are roly-polies sure. easy that's what i said um She's yeah i'm going with that did. I just like what you said. I would do the same. That one fits me perfectly as well. Um, 
For Gandalf, I think I'm going. Um, I think I'm going Huntsman, maybe because he's cool and Gandalf's cool and Huntsmen's are cool. Yeah. Um, dwarf, I think I'm gonna go. Uh, that's where I might go cockroach because in my I think a little bit more cockroach to the dwarf in terms of like little survivor. Right? Nice. They're kind of the oh. tank. You know, okay. I would think cockroach for dwarf for me. Um, who am I missing? Human? Are you saying you're Aragorn in this scenario? I think I am. Yeah, I think that's all okay. that's left. So I'm going. I don't. I don't remember I what Aragorn's okay. about, but maybe he also forgets what he's about, and in that way, I'm like him. Then yes, with you on it. Can I ask a side question about Lord of the mm. Rings, real quick? Is there only sure. three women in the entire three movies? Liv Tyler, the one woman that talks to another girl and says, we got to leave. Galadriel. Am I missing yeah. any? Oh, 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 what is her name? There are four. There's four of them. Is there really only four women with lines in all of Lord of the Rings? That sucks so hard if that's true. Chat, can one of you guys confirm GPT. this? No, don't ask Chat GPT. Why would it know? This is like, a, I don't know. I guess I just never thought about that. That's brutal. Huh. All right. While we wait for chat, uh, I think we have time for one more. It's time for one more question. All right. Here it is. You suddenly switch bodies a la Freaky Friday with one invertebrate. Which would you prefer you switch with? Which would you absolutely not want to switch with? And Sinead, you can go first again. Oh, gosh. Okay. I would not want to switch with some type of orb-weaving spider because I feel like they have so much work to do. And I'm not down for that type of work. And just remaining chill and, like, waiting for my food to come to me. Like, no. I'm very – when it comes to food, like, when I'm hungry, I'm hungry. I just can't wait. So I think I wouldn't want to be some type of orb weaving spider because again, a lot of work and waiting for food, just not down. Um, what would I want to turn into? Um, I'm going to say a millipede. Um, cause then I could eat all the time and I can just eat everything around me. I, I can just eat, you know, like rotting wood, rotting leaves, dirt, if I so desire. And it would be delicious to me. And I would have a lot of legs, and I feel like that would be really fun to experience walking on a lot of different legs. So I think I would I would choose to become a millipede. I love that so much because millipedes basically do nothing but eat and sleep all day, and that's a really solid life. Crap. Solid. <laughs> okay, I know which one you? I don't want to be. I do not want to be... A dung beetle. I don't need to go further, but I will. Um, I because like you, they don't eat poop when they're adults, but they do like carry it around with them. Like I appreciate them as species, but like I don't, I don't want that. No, I don't want that smoke. Um, and I don't want my like first memory to be me just gobbling down poop. So I'm gonna go no on them. Who would I want to be? This is hard for me because like I don't. Does the world still have birds? Yes. <laughs> Shit. Um, okay. 
Oh, 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 oh. Also, we have these at Juice's Arthropods. Uh, <laughs> Green Link Spider. Ooh, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, Green Link Spider is, uh, ah. is definitely how I'm going with. They are the most underappreciated uh, spider that you can get in the hobby, in my opinion. Well, no, not the most, but they're very much up there as far as underappreciated spiders in the hobby. A little bit more advanced users, but they do all of the things that a Phytopus regius or any other jumping spider does, which is jump, and that's awesome. But they can also do back, they'll do like a back jump. Like they can do almost like a backflip. They hunt their prey down. They're very camouflaged with their background. Uh, they got these dope spikes all over their body. Just a, oh, they got this crazy face. It's just, oh man, it, can we, can one of the people show a, uh, a picture to, to Hot Doug to pull up a picture of a, uh, the green link spider chat can we get me one showrunner can we get me one showrunner otter <laughs> soon she says we're working on it she's over just, she, <laughs> she's googling away man it's like you just threw me on the threw me under the bridge in front of a live audience okay here we go i have one now pulling it up let's see uh, this is a peacock spider again. Yes, okay. there it is. Ooh, there we have the correct spider. These are we did it, everyone. These are so awesome. See those spines? Those aren't soft. <laughs> they are like they are actually a little spiny. Um, and the they're just a they get about the size of a quarter, maybe maybe a little bit longer with their legs. Um, but just awesome. And they also did now. Okay. This hasn't been peer reviewed. This was one scientist that noticed this. Um, they noticed that they were, they would like take a towel and like a Petri dish and they would pull some residue that was on their glasses that they would be like, what the hell is on my glasses after they were like in the field with them a lot. And then they, they tested it and it ended up being some sort of venom. So they found that these things can somehow it like eject venom within like six to eight inches. And I like the idea of that, but I've never seen it peer reviewed. So I'm skeptical to say that's a hundred percent positive. But if it's true, though, that's crazy. How that that's what I want to know. How does a spider eject its venom? And the only thing I can think of is they're doing it by like pointing their fangs up and then launching it forward because they're so fast. Like, you know, like a whipped cream can. Like, um, you know, yeah, you know, like this, yeah, you know, the sound of like, um, like, like, like the dough, Pillsbury dough in a can that makes the biscuits yeah. little pop. Yeah. I hate that. Like Clint from, uh, Clint Laylaw from Clint's Reptiles mentioned one time he hates that and it freaks him out. And I, I think I have whatever that condition is. I hate things that jump and like green link spiders do that to you all the time. They'll run like a, uh, like a web line down. And so like you'll they'll be at the top, you'll open it and then they'll vanish. And you're like, oh, OK. And then they'll shoot out the top of it because they almost like Spider-Man themselves up very quickly and out. So like all the times I'm feeding them, I have to like feed, spray, close because they'll <laughs> immediately shoot out of the top of the damn thing. So, yeah, they're they're awesome. Definitely the, yeah. uh, the spider I'm taking for sure. If I that got a freaky Friday, they're going to you're going to have fun. Now, I'm a little concerned about what it's doing in my body, though, when I get it back. Like, it's just biting people. Like, I don't, I don't know. Millipedes oh, at least are, it would just be Sinead's body just chewing on leaves and rocks and gravel. <laughs> like, my body's biting the elderly. Not... Oh, gosh. 
That's true. I didn't think about that part of the question. <laughs> so, uh, so let's let's take some more audience questions, uh, Hot Doug. We'll All right, audience. Let's see here. Couple we have. I saw. Do. What arthropod was the scariest to hold? Ooh, that's going to be definitely the Deathstalker scorpion was very scary for me to hold. I um, I did it as part of my AGT audition for this year, but it didn't happen. So spoiler, that's the inside scoop. Um, it didn't, I didn't make it this year, but I held a Deathstalker scorpion for it. Um, and I was really nervous because they pack a venomous punch and if I got stung, it would be a really bad day. So it was just like pure trust in the scorpion that I'm like, you're not going to sting me, right? Like we're good. We're, we're on the same page, but I have, I think I have a YouTube video up where I hold it, but, um, it was definitely intimidating, even though like, again, I wanted to hold it to break the stigma behind it and that they're not out to get you and they don't have like a desire to sting you. Like death stalkers aren't like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to sting a human. You know, it's not like that at all. They, um, right. they're pretty, they're actually pretty darn timid. I noticed that the most venomous animals I have are also the most timid. That like, like hmm. a black widow, for example, like when you open up its container, it's like, I'm dead, I'm dead don't bother me. I'm, I'm dead. Like, you know, they play dead. It's like, but so they're very docile. They're, they're very chill. I wouldn't recommend holding them though, but I was definitely nervous to do so. Yeah. I imagine. I, I get a message. I get a DM from Shanae and she goes, look what I got. And I'm like, it's a Death Stalker scorpion. Actually, my exact thing was, holy crap, is that a Death Stalker scorpion? And she's like, yes. And then she shows me a picture of her holding it. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm falling for. Yeah. <laughs> Death Stalker scorpions are. Um, we have a bark scorpion here in the United States. It's pretty venomous. Like it'll it'll pack a punch. Like you're gonna feel yeah, it. You're not you're gonna, gonna have you're a bad gonna day. Vomiting. Yeah, you're gonna have a bad day. Death Stalker scorpions have the name death in them and it's not like they're being facetious like you're probably not going to die as long as you seek medical treatment but like yeah. you will get extreme nausea vomiting um you're it, like if this was 300 years ago you would definitely die nowadays yeah. you'll just go to the hospital and they'll call yeah. you an idiot um but then she goes yeah i'm gonna do this for h-e-t and i'm like i'm sorry are you gonna hold a very venomous uh scorpion in front of a live audience so we can have <laughs> we can have like how many people are in those like a hundred thousand people can just watch you get Ooh. hospitalized <laughs> <laughs> well luckily it didn't happen for me this year so well That's i'm, good, I'm yeah. sad to see that you aren't going to be moving on to season 18 however yeah. i loved the video uh, I want to shout out Shanae real quick. She's got a really good video right now on YouTube um, for for Black Widows. So go check that out as well. Uh, I'm going to add a lot of links to the videos as well as the podcast. Just give me some time because I have to figure out how to do it after the fact. Um, but definitely <laughs> go check out her video. At the It was such a good uh, video that you just had with the Black Widows. Thank and you. I feel like it's completely underappreciated. And again, uh, congratulations on being a mom to the Brown Widow. Yes, um, I'm a grandma. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so, Shanae, because it's 826. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we have a couple more questions, Hot Doug? Um, take it away. Are you asking me to take Oh, we're good? Okay, perfect. Uh, Shanae, where can people 
people find you? Where Where is the best place for them to see more of you? So I go by Slightly Venomous on all of my platforms. And you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm not as active on TikTok anymore because there's a little bit of haters going on on there. But you can find me definitely on YouTube and Instagram under the name Slightly Venomous. And I post content there. I try to do weekly YouTube videos. And I do almost daily. I do a lot of Instagram. So if you want to see like daily stories, if you, if you want to see like behind the scenes, little like snippets and stuff, I would definitely go to Instagram because I'm always posting stories of my beautiful bug children. And if, and sorry, this is, this is a cat that my cat just walked into the frame. If you're viewing on, if you're listening, my cat is here. Um, and yeah, so YouTube is my most passion, where I have my most passion because I can share like long form content. So definitely check out my YouTube. Like Juice said, I just released a really fun video about Black Widows where I show you everything you need to keep them. I have all kinds of videos on there, such as me holding venomous things, me giving you beginner tips, me showing my top fives of different species and things like that. So yeah, just be sure to check me out. I would really, really, really appreciate it if you would join me in my journey to create content and and guys definitely go and like and subscribe over her uh youtube because you're at like you're so close to what eight thousand followers yeah, I'm really close. You, you're so close honestly yeah. if everybody watching this and then anybody that does listen to this go subscribe to her she's gonna get there in like a couple days like it's ridiculous how close she is so please go do that um hot doug where can people find you follow you um, I have a newly made Instagram account. You can find me at Instagram at hotdug420. Um, that's my handle on the old internet. Please check me out over there. I mostly just repost things that Juice says and uh, sometimes have some thoughts of my own when when time allows. Uh, love to we see keep him in a closet. Actually, he doesn't come out. He's a robot that he doesn't do anything until there's a juices arthropod sponsored event. Then he comes out all creepy like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to everybody that came out today. Again, my name is Juice from Juices Arthropods. I can be found at Juices Arthropods on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. I am not on TikTok. Well, I I kind of you're am, on TikTok. I have 45 followers, Shanae, so <laughs> I have I am to TikTok what the elderly is to uh, common sense. So I <laughs> take hot to Man, don't worry, there's no old people watching this. <laughs> don't worry, it's 829. No one's exactly. no one's listening anymore. No one's listening anymore. <laughs> they cut out an hour ago. But please come yeah. like and subscribe the video. Uh, I have a uh, YouTube as well. Guys, I am so close to 500 subscribers, which is a drop in the bucket compared to Shanae. No. And at 1,000 followers on Instagram, I am going to be doing a giveaway as well. So uh, find me, follow me there. If you liked Unearthed, please hit us up. Thank you so much, Shanae. You have been... Thank I can't think so. of a better, better first guest we could have possibly had. You are awesome. And with that, uh, you want to uh, sign us off, huh, Doug? Good evening, everyone, and we're going to say our, our unearthed slogan we always say at the end of every podcast episode that we, we film. It's a standard between you and I, and we're going to say it at the same time. Ready? Yep. It's, it's time, time for, for bugs. bugs. All right. Good night, <laughs> everyone.